it's going to be a while. Probably another 35 minutes. 12 gallons of... Yeah. I wonder if I should do IG Live. So do IG Live too as well? I think I took enough pictures. If you want to. That's up to you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Another There's cookie. Not even any left on <laughs> oh, wow. Nate doesn't want leftovers. He's obliging. Him. Take him home. Oh, Have him. Uh, Fucking, I work eleven hours a day. Yeah. I'll get burned off eventually. Yeah. I I can make those any time, except there's no brown sugar at home, so not right now. And you're not willing to go spend seven hours in the grocery store to get a bag of brown sugar? No, not at all. No, that's not sold out. Just toilet paper. No, 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 but but just the lines, dude. I want to go buy just literal, like, lunch and dinner supplies on Friday morning, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Fucking A, I still spent an hour in there. Yep. I want to go to Kaufman and just get fucking beef jerky. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's that question. Hey, did you You don't? Do you have a cup or no? The one on the far left is the one we made last time. Right. You, you want sink? right behind the? It's, it's right, literally right behind you. Hey. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you got to get these mics pretty close like this. Just uh-huh. two dudes, one mic, bro. Yeah, dude, it's pretend both sharing a cock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking hey, get what, it in there. Hey, what you do on the weekend, bro, is up to you, but don't put, <laughs> don't put us into that shit. Oh, man. So, 1 o'clock. How much time? What do you guys got to do next? I got I to gotta wait till it gets to 2.12 before we uh, add the hops into it, the first round of hops. All right. Well, we'll get the podcast started then. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode. This is episode 20. I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. Now, I usually would throw music in there, but uh, I'm not at the studio. Once again, I took the podcast on the road, and I'm here once again in Yorba Linda, California. I had a bunch of good reviews, a bunch of uh, positive (laughs) input on on this podcast that we just did. So I'm back here again with... uh, Brandon Harper and Nate Thompson, um, professional home brewers. <laughs> I wouldn't go that I wouldn't far. go that far. But. Um, so, that, yeah, they, we got good reviews, so I, they invited me back, so I'm honored to be back and and share some more beers with you. I, and I would you know. say decent home brewers. We got a decent, solid reaction from the last double IPA. Yeah, without a doubt. We're, 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 we're good, but we're not professional by any stretch. No man, that beer was good. That double IP was really good, man. I, it, it didn't it didn't taste harsh like this one right here. What are we drinking right here? What are you guys drinking? What is it called? Fundamental theorem. Yeah, give the bottle. Ah, uh, Logic's fundamental theorem. It's a uh, super barrel aged. What is that? Twenty and a half percent. Twenty and a half percent. So this stuff is like gonna lay you out if you drink too much. It's not even beer, really. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, it's a stout, so it's thicker, it's heavier, more full-bodied, a lot of dark malts. So it's you gotta like bourbon if you like that one. Yeah, it's it, it's a cross between. I don't know, man. Like a coffee, it, it, it's got, but it's got the bourbon taste. You yeah. know, it tastes like it tastes like a really rich coffee to me, real sweet, but with bourbon in it. I mean, usually they they age it for anywhere from. You know, usually about a year, they'll put it in an old bourbon barrel. When I, the first like four sips, it was kind of rough, but now that it's it's covered my palate, 
it's actually pretty smooth now. It's, it tastes pretty good. I mean, that's a big jump from the one the beer before we had. What was that one called? It was a sour. It was really sour. Uh-oh. Oh, the guava. Yeah, that one was really good too. Guava. So I mean, like today, today we're making a an amber. So you know, it has a lot. It's a lot lighter. You know, we have about fourteen pounds of two row malt, uh, four pounds of caramel malt, sixty, uh, a pound of Munich light malt, a pound of red malt, a pound of flaked wheat, a pound of barley, and then we'll be adding about 0.8 ounces of Simcoe hops and about 0.6 ounces of Cascade. I don't, you know, the flavor profile on those. Simcoe is a little bit more, you know, resinous and kind of piney. And Cascade, you kind of get a mixture of that piney resinous, but they also worked in citrus flavors. It's really good stuff. Mm. That'll, that'll be brewed. We're brewing that as we speak for the, uh, the boil to get up to 212. Once that starts to get to a rolling boil, we'll add the first round of hops, which is about a 60 minute hop addition. And then 30 minutes after that, we'll add the second one. So that'll give it the flavor, the bitterness that you're looking for. We're going to try to, I'm going to make, making 10 gallons, I'm going to make a standard, standard amber with the first one. And then I'm going to try to dry hop the second one mm-hmm. to bring out a lot, just see what we can do with it, play with it a little bit more. I mean, if it comes out shitty, it comes out shitty, but you know, it's still alcohol. We'll still drink it. Mm-hmm. Now Matt says we're almost at 200. So we're getting there to that boil. It's going to come out good, honestly. It, it's a it's a really mellow style beer. It's it's going to be good stuff, I promise. It's like my jam anyway. Red, red ales, ambers, whatever you want to call them. Go take a piss. That's all right, man. Oh, okay. We're just hanging out, <coughs> chilling, drinking some beer. Yeah, you're all drinking. <laughs> you're not drinking right now. I, I can't. I'm on antibiotics because of a sinus infection. Oh man. Yeah. Sucks. Let me tell you. You can still drink, dude. I did. I've done no, it before. This is my second round of them. That's why. Oh, really? Yeah, so I I went through one round. I was feeling really good. I thought it was done, and then out of nowhere, like two days ago, it came back, and I went back to the doctor, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna give you these harsher antibiotics, which suck. They really don't do well on my stomach." Mm-hmm. And they gave me this uh, this like sinus rinse. You just gotta blast it through your nose, and that's that's absolutely miserable if you've ever had to do that. It's like not my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I don't wanna take any chance and let this get out of control i just want to get it done that way next time we're out here i can definitely drink yeah yeah no no worries i'm sure you'll be better soon as long as i'm not uh, what's going around man the coronavirus yes. i mean we gotta i definitely think we should talk about that man because oh, it's yeah. affecting some people's lives it does it's uh it's not good it's not good at all it um seems to seems to catch on without people even noticing which is kind of odd yeah and uh well just uh, stock up on fever reducers and uh relax if you get it because it's probably not going to be that bad for you unless you're older or have some sort of immunity impairment mm-hmm. that seems to be the people who are suffering the yeah most, the elderly and those who have some sort of immunological issue you think it was the right call you know the call for national emergency and now all the kids are at home now and um, i mean I what's know. next you think you think that's it you think you're gonna start closing all the stores too 
They might. I mean, so imagine you have a national grocery chain and somebody takes you to court and says, I got this there, I want to sue you. You've got lawyers and things, right? But what if you're like a mom-and-pop shop and somebody accuses you of something like that? There's really no way for you to fight that effectively. You could be destroyed. So I, th I think a lot of national things will likely stay open, but smaller mom-and-pop shops will likely shutter during uh, the worst of this. Have you been to the store yet? Yeah, yeah, I have, and it sucks. Is it crazy? Yeah, I um, I went to Albertsons today uh, to go grab some beers for, mm -hmm. to bring over here, and the line was all the way to the back of the store, wrapped around. I mean, people were just standing there, just. Fuck that, dude. I turned. I put my because I was gonna bring a meat platter. And I put my meat platter down and I fucking walked out like a fuck that, dude. Yeah, it's not. It's not worth it. Man. Can you empty this? That's just fucking rough, dude. Ooh, what's on that? Chalkwork orange. Just show it to the camera too, whoever's watching. Chalkwork orange, huh? I bet that's good. I like chocolate and I like orange and I like beer, so why not put them together? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. <clears throat> no, empty it. Do I have to drink it? Fuck. That's that 29 percenter. It's too rough. That's the last one. Oh, he's still drinking. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Are you going to mix it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. Put some hair on your chest. Dude, I stayed home yesterday from work and, uh, you know, just started getting my stuff together just to see about this lockdown, you know? We, we don't know how bad it's going to get, you know? You see them panicking, dude fucking insane honestly if if you're worried you know people are buying the wrong things like i don't understand why people need you know 200 rolls of toilet paper i it doesn't make any sense you should honestly be buying fever reducers and non-perishable food rice beans canned goods things that aren't going to go bad what about weapons dude well i I'm a 2A advocate, and I myself am armed and ready to go. There you go, my friend. Hell yeah. Yeah, you always got to uh, be prepared, man. Exactly. I always gotten, I've been prepared over the years. That's good. You know, slowly but surely. So this time, man, there's no panicking. No. We just, we're just going to have to hunker down for a month. I mean. What does it take, two weeks for people to start eating each other? I think it's like two weeks. Well, this, this like, there's no more food. People start eating each other. Well, they'll probably eat their pets for, and then they'll eat each other. No, in in all honesty, this this is kind of suburbia. We'll probably see less of that. But if we went north to Los Angeles or south to San Diego, where we have a much higher population density, things could get ugly fast. Real fast. Do you think the media is causing the panic? Absolutely. Did you see that one video of the guy cussing at the reporter? You fucking bitch! No, I didn't. You're doing this. You're making. You're causing the panic. Uh, well, that person's right. I mean, in, in all honesty, mathematically speaking, this this isn't even as deadly as the flu. And in fact, the swine flu, which we had around a decade ago, is far worse than this as far as fatalities are concerned and infections at this point. So I have no idea why they're whipping up such such a a frenzy it, it doesn't make sense to me mm -hmm. ratings that's it i mean once you have the 24-hour news cycle you really got to fill it with something right <laughs> that's really what it is yeah but they canceled all the sporting events 
all the future, you know, like how much money's being lost there? A lot, quite a lot. I mean, I'm I'm fairly certain that um, the teams that have big contracted players they have to pay them regardless, unless there's some some minor clause they thought would never come up in their contract that says, hey, if you don't play because of you know sport closure, you don't get paid. But that that's not just the teams because now you know players might not be getting paid, but all of the employees of the stadiums aren't getting paid. Like it's it's a uh, that hurts. It, it it really sends ripples through communities. I was on the phone with a good friend of mine yesterday, and we were on the phone for about maybe about an hour and a half. And we always joke. I talk to him at work. Shout out to my boy uh, Terry Diggs. He's a UPS driver as well, and shop steward out of the Cerritos Hub. Shout out to him. He's he, I think he's gonna come on the podcast. But uh, yeah, I was on the phone with him for about an hour, hour and a half, and you know we both were in agreement, and we just. You know, my mom called me. She said, this is, you know, this has never happened, you know, in generations, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's something new. And, and we're like, yeah, I have faith. But, you know, the panic that's getting being caused right now, I think, is we'll getting get really crazy. This. I promise you we're going to get through this. Roger, I already got numbers. I already got people picked out of my neighborhood. I'm taking out first, so I already know. I'm like, hey, if you know, shit gets to the point, I know who's going first. That's uh, unfortunate. <laughs> my so I live in an apartment complex. Oh, so you got to take everybody out. Yeah, but I've got some really. We're joined forces. Neighbors. Yeah, no, yeah. I've got right in my little area. Like we have basically an army standing right now. You know, so most of my family's like ex-military, things like that. I'm, I'm not sweating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I I think that um, I think that the media is whipping people into a frenzy. Just as a recap, and it's it's not necessary, not at all. Although I guess another way to look at it is they they're claiming that it's going to destroy the economy, but as far as things are going, people are buying a bunch of shit, so that should really raise the numbers, don't you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good economic outlook. Or not? I don't know. I'm not an economist. Now we're talking about the the Google virus that you have. Oh, the the coronavirus. Yeah. How they uh, just canceled my daughter's uh, every soccer tournament she plays in. They just canceled her senior prom, and they're talking about canceling her graduation. Fuck, dude. So, I mean. They're not canceling my graduation next month. (laughs) (laughs) There's a way to be paranoid, and there's a way to go into mass hysteria. And it's, I mean, for everything that I've read and done my research on, coronavirus doesn't give you the shit, so stop buying toilet paper. (laughs) Like... Nobody's buying medicine. Nobody's buying. Where did this idea of buying toilet paper came from? Panic. Pure and simple panic. People just saw somebody buying a bunch of toilet paper to stock up, and they panicked. I wonder who the first one was to say, "Fuck, I need to go." First thing he says, "I'm gonna," or her, "I'm gonna go buy fucking toilet paper." I wonder who the first one was. You know, know. like the first person that came with the coronavirus. Did you see the video of the guy fucking the chicken? A Chinese dude? My buddy sent it to me, (laughs) and it disappeared. Like, it's one of those videos where they show it, and then it just, after you watch it once, it disappears. What's up, dog? And it was, um, 
Yeah, it's it fine. It was a Chinese dude fucking a chicken. It just has to keep its boil for 60 minutes. They said that's where the coronavirus came from. No, they said it happened in, what, Wuhan or somewhere? Mm-hmm. That the, the, the Chinese CDC is right next to a meat market, and somebody released it into the meat, but then the doctor that found out what the coronavirus was mysteriously died with from it, but then they can't find his body now or something, so... Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but so, there's still 10 and 11 of us here today brewing beer, and they say to stay out of large groups, so, I mean, you fucking stole my toilet paper, you're going to get ass whooped. I told you guys to each use one sheet of paper, and that's it, and rip it in half, so it's two ply goes to one ply. I delivered on Friday, and they said that they Your were, dog likes me, huh? <laughs> probably going to fucking hump your leg. <laughs> Um, they said they were gonna. They were gonna <laughs> terminate somebody due to the fact that they stole all the Purell toilet paper and paper towels from their work. So the, somebody stole toilet paper from their work. Yeah. And they got fired. Yeah. Well, I think that's boiling, man. Look at that goat. It's gone. It's at two twelve. It should be right around two ten. So, so what's the next step that we do? We just did Spurgeon. Sparging. Sparging. But... <laughs> we're getting there. So all we all we did is we uh, we added. Uh, 0.8 ounces of Simcoe hops. That's just going to ride for an hour. And then actually the next one's going to be thrown in right at the end of the boil, right as we bring it down to temp and throw it in the fermenter. So, I mean, literally we have an hour left. And after that hour, it's going to be into the fermenters and we're done. It's not like what we did last time where there's a lot more hop additions and a lot more grain. This one's more simple. AVB should be the about 5.2, give or take. So about half of what we made last time so more easy drinking more caramel on the front less bitter should be absolutely no bitterness to it you get more of the the caramel malt flavor in the beer nate this is one of nate's favorite beers to drink even though i made the recipe yeah it's good stuff honestly it's really good i wasn't able to to take the time because i had told you on the last podcast i wanted to make a, a a beer for you or at least create one Oh, yeah, I want you guys to make the Raider and the Saint beer. That last class I had took so much of my time up. I, I really underestimated how much studying I needed to do, let me <laughs> tell you. But I passed. I'm done with school. There you go. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Have you ever made a black IPA? No. I've never made I, I don't like IPAs, so that's, like, not in my wheelhouse. I don't know why they call it a black IPA. Shouldn't they call it like a Cascade Ale or something since that's the region it comes from, the Cascade Mountains? But I, I think when you look at the IPA, you're looking at, you know, the bitterness aspect of an IPA is what they're looking at. But So if you want us to make you a beer, we'll make your beer next month. What's your favorite type of beer? And we're not talking no fucking Modelo or Corona Coors Light, none of that shit. No, uh, Hazy IPA. You want a Hazy IPA? Yeah. All right. So we'll get together. Me and Nate will get together. And we'll put together something. We'll make a hazy IPA and give you a bunch of bottles so you can have it at where you do the where you yeah. do the podcast. Get some labels for it. Whatever you want. Uh, guests come over. Here, have the Raider in the Saint beer. That'd be cool. So yeah, I'm supposed to be back in the studio next week, but uh, I wanted to bring the the podcast over and brew some beer. And I was telling Nate, dude, I go, I went in Albertsons to go pick up a meat tray, <laughs> and the line was fucking. An hour and a half. I went to the 99 cent store to buy ice today. It took me freaking 30 minutes to get ice Fuck. because the lines were down the, down the aisle. Yeah. Everything's gone. It's, it's, 
I think people think you're just going to be quarantined to your house. That they're going to shut down everything and everybody's going to be sitting in their house for two to three weeks at a time. If you do that, you're going to simply cripple the economy. And I was reading an article somewhere and it says that more people will go bankrupt from this virus than people will actually die from it because of the way the overspending and the freaking out and all that's going to go. It, it, it's just pandemonium and it, the ones that are going to suffer from it are going to be the elderly and the infant children because they can't get anything if you can't get the necessary supplies to do what you need to do that's who's going to suffer the the normal person can fight it off but you know you have an 80 year old lady i saw it on on channel 7 news that she's looking and there's nothing for her to buy because there's nothing on the shelves so how is somebody like that supposed to survive but you got some asshole buying 30 cases of toilet paper. I like, think they're limiting everybody now to two. Well, now, but you've seen pictures of people at Costco mm -hmm. where they have those flatbed carts, and they're stacked to the brim with toilet paper. That dude's set for the next three years. He never got to buy toilet paper. I mean, there's stories of people buying Costco toilet paper and selling it for $5 a roll out in the parking lot. So, I mean, they tell you to stay out of large groups, but is it even? Just don't touch your face. It, it's... It's just ridiculous. It's just breathing at this point. Like, if that's the point, then we shouldn't be doing what we're doing today. But there's still, like I said, 10 people in my house. If you're going to get the coronavirus, you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. what, are you, what are you going to do? It just means we all get a two-week vacation. I was going to say you're going to lay your ass in bed and wait for it to pass. That's it. UPS ain't going to stop, huh? No. I mean, the only way I see UPS stopping <laughs> is if... If one of our coworkers gets it, and, and the next step they're gonna do is they're just gonna have everybody give their temperature before they walk in the building. And if you have a fever, they're gonna send you home. And if you don't, you're gonna be in the big brown truck driving down the street. Plain and simple. Get in here, John. You were on last episode. Say what's up, man. Three dudes, one mic. What's up? So today, Spain supposedly is canceling all travel that is unnecessary and UPS would be considered necessary due to the fact that we deliver medicine. We would be working, they would, and knowing, and knowing UPS, they wouldn't even do the whole take your temperature. They'd be like, oh, you got the sniffles, get back in there. Suck it up and roll with it, buddy. We're gonna, if they do the no travel, we'll see a slight drop off at first, then a huge pickup in volume as people push out that last little bit of shit that they wanna get delivered then we'll see a huge fall off. It'll kind of, I don't know if anyone can see this, it'll kind of go whoop. Yeah, the camera's right there. It would kind of do this and then just drop off with the only thing being delivered being medicine and medical supplies. But didn't the stock shoot back up yesterday? They did yesterday and then- I think it was like a 900 was, point swing or something It was like a 900 that. point swing and then I'm already early trading for Monday, it's down uh, 1500 for early trading Monday. They said our stock went back up eight points. Yeah, I don't know where we're gonna be at. I lost fifteen thousand dollars last week in the stock market. So. No, I lost twenty. Yeah. So, I, you know what? Stocks aren't a short short term mm -hmm. thing. It's a long term. Well, it's a game. long term game. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean we lost it. It just means it's that just that the stock's down. If we wanted to sell it today, we would lose money. Yeah. Or we wouldn't be worth as much. But yeah, it's, it's a long term it's thing. Long term. Yeah. They know where, and then yeah, they it's know long terms. the financial advisors. They, you know, for for that program I'm in, um, they move the money where it's necessary to, you know, to not take a big loss. So yeah. right, now, that's able right now, to do if that. I had extra cash laying around, I'd be buying. Because it's, it's low. Buy low, sell high. Yeah. But, I, but also buy low in the long-term mm -hmm. people. 
buy low, hold on to it, and then down the road, you've collected all the dividends and say when you're retiring 15 years or whatever and you need that money, even if it's at the same price, you've collected a year's worth of dividends, mm-hmm. you're still, still made money. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Long term, we're okay. Mm-hmm. For the next three weeks, I hope you guys like washing your hands after you ship because you don't got toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Invest in a, what is it, a bidet. Yeah, we should all just install bidets. Yeah, all you poor people using toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know about that. Doesn't doesn't somebody on their hey isn't isn't somebody on your route selling bidets at a low market value because they're going out of business? That's what I'm saying. Just stick around a little longer. That's a bit dick, but seriously, fuck you, half price. There's a stock out. Man, I think what business. Hey, here's your warranty. Yeah, I mean, get a bidet. It just washes your ass for you. I mean, fires cold water right up. Hey, but somebody like you might get a little turned on with it shooting up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> after, our, after our first couple of tries, like, oh, I got to show what the ladies feel. Yeah. <laughs> what else is going on, man? What's? Hey, somebody grab another one. Yeah, let's get another beer, man. Well, go ahead. You guys keep talking. I'm, I'm gonna wash my cup. Uh, at least with at least with this one, this one will be ready in two weeks instead of the three weeks. But all right, so we're doing. Cheating death. Cheating death, California double IPA. Yeah, I could have said that's worth five thousand dollars. That's fucking. It's from I'm yeah, I'm assuming green. I'm assuming green cheek because a little bird on it. Yeah, yeah, it's green cheek. What's your What's your ABV? I want. I wonder if they got a uh, permission from uh, Evil Knievel to use that. <laughs> no, it doesn't really have its colors. It's just the red. Oh yeah, it's just a West Coast IPA, probably. What are we looking at percentage-wise? Does it even say? I was looking at the can, but I couldn't see it. Although, man, I guess I picked a good week to have a sinus infection. That's all you guys brought. Nine point one percent. Somebody found on that can, but yeah, dude, totally picked a good week. Everybody brought IPAs, so. Oh, we got the bourbon barrels. Yeah, you were missing out on those. Yeah, let me tell you that that hurts. <laughs> I mean, Green Green Cheeks located in. Orange, uh, off of Batavia and Lincoln, in between Ball, which I believe turns into Taft. Uh, they just opened their second location in Costa Mesa. Uh, they took over the old Barley Forge location. Uh, I believe they bought their recipes too. They bought everything. So I, I think the Pat, the Patsy was their was their big seller. Coco Mesa. You come sit on the couch instead of yelling from across the room. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm back. So what's this one we're, we're drinking right now? It's a, a West Coast IPA. Um, basically, the the difference between a West Coast and uh, a New England or a hazy IPA, they use a lot more like barley and wheat, which gives it that hazy. Where a West Coast, you can actually it gives that clear yellow. It kind of almost looks like a pilsner, but it has a lot more that the bitterness. The IBUs go through the roof. You know, your palate really can taste the bitterness of the hops. Mm-hmm. And this is a double, so it's probably been double dry hopped. Or the double amount of the hops just to give you even more of that bitterness. I mean, frankly, that's what's selling right now is the is the hazies and the way everybody. The more bitter you can put into it, the better. Like, it, plain and simple. It, it's. What's the alcohol content on this This is 9-1. Shit, dude. <laughs> Drinks are strong. When did you guys just next? Uh, you guys gonna go do a, a a beer testing or what do they have? With the beer, it's like a beer fest. You show up and there's different companies. Uh, uh, we usually do uh, like uh, 
They call them pub crawls or beer crawls, something like that. One time I, they had it at Irvine Park. There was a section, and, they, and we were able oh. to camp that night, too. Uh, what are those called? What are the, the beer fest. Beer fest, beer yeah. Beer fest, yeah. Um, it's just a matter of having to figure out, you know, when the next one is, something like that. We've I've done one in Irvine They're Park. probably canceled now, huh? Oh, probably. Everything's canceled now. There ain't. I mean, even though they say alcohol cures it, but... I mean, I've been downtown L.A. I think a couple guys here, they go to, uh, hey, mijo, what's the one you went to in San Diego for modern times? Was that the coffee the coffee one? Was it Pastry Palooza? Or the last one you went to where everything was like a coffee stout. Carnival of Caffeination. So that's modern times. They're at the San Diego brewery. They're about to open. He didn't die, he says, but everything's a coffee stout. Coffee, bourbon barrel, everything. So every, you're looking, what's everything's like nine and a half, ten percent, and up. You know, a couple bourbon barrels thrown in there. A couple, a couple guys brought some weaker stuff, but I mean, they're about to open a location in in Anaheim too. Anaheim seems to be the mecca of where everything, everything's going, especially with Brewery X opening. Have mm-hmm. uh, you been there yet or no? Yeah, I went for Brian G's birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, bands playing in there, everything. Dude, that shit's badass. That's a great idea. And they make it kid-friendly. They have all those games, you know. The oh, they're, they're actually, uh, you know, Windsor Homebrew in Costa Mesa? Yeah. They're opening a second location right next to Bottle Logic within the oh, next month. Oh, nice. Now you don't have to drive all the way to Costa well, Mesa. Well, I usually get my stuff. They have a, a, a homebrew shop in Phantom Ales in Anaheim, yeah. so that's closer. That's but typically where I go. Yeah, with them opening this now, at least I have options. I don't have to drive 30 minutes to buy homebrew stuff because other than that, everything you get's online. I mean, the ho- the homebrew community, it, it's a niche community. So when you find guys that actually want to do it, you know, everybody's willing to help each other and hang out. That's what's cool. It's not... What's that group that you're you're involved in when you guys get together and you judge each other's beers? Uh, on every the second Wednesday of every month, we go to Phantom Ales in Anaheim. Hopefully, Nate can join one time when he gets his new job. He doesn't have to work Twilight anymore. But uh, uh, I think there's like 11 or 12 of us right now. It's slowly growing. It started with six, but everybody brings their uh, their beers for the month, and we uh, we go over the Cicerone tasting, which is. Uh, you can find the off flavors in beer. Nate probably knows more about that than I do, the, the different things you can taste in it. But everybody, you know, it, 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 that's what's cool with homebrewing, you know, with, like, what we're making today is I can take 10 gallons of beer, I'm going to split it into two batches, I'm going to get two completely different beers out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get everything that you think you can, you know, it's not just a standard beer. So when it comes out and it's done, there will be literally two out of the fermenters that I think you put on your IG – one will taste one way and one will taste completely something different mm-hmm. and that's what we're going for you know it, it's unfortunately you can make bad beer but for the most part in the homebrew community you don't make there's they, they just kind of educate you on a way that you can change it to make it taste better it's not necessarily that it's bad but maybe you know like if you get an off flavor do something maybe try this next time and see if it doesn't do the same thing you know, as far not, as like temperature, yeah, you know, I mean, like where how hot the water is. A lot of it's the yeast and not letting it fully do its job before you stop it. Before it, you know, when yeast gets too hot, it gets overworked and it's done. If it gets too cold, it goes dormant and nothing will happen. So you know, like it, it takes about two weeks, but sometimes the yeast is more active, so it could do in a whole another week, or it could be it could be done 
you know, a couple of days shorter. And if you're not monitoring that and it stops, that's where your off flavors can come in, you know, mm. or you could actually just get a bad strain of yeast. And the next thing you know, it, it, everything's messed up. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're still going to drink it, but it's just, you're not going to get that flavor profile you really like, mm. you know, it, 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 different yeast do different things, you know, like, uh, what's the Heffenweizen yeast? Heffenweizen yeast. Is that, is that the, it's, you know, that gives you that banana clover type, type, type taste that you want. Mm. So when you drink a half, you kind of get that banana orangey citrus flavor where, you know, like an 05, you're not going to get that type of yeast, you know, or, or a new London ale, you're going to get more of a drier type. Mm. You know, there, there's a hundred different types of yeast you can buy, you know, like we were discussing earlier, it's called Kevik. I think it's Kevik, Kevik, something like that. And we've never, we've never used it, but it's perfect for home brewers in the summer because most of us use our garages, you know, we're, as we're sitting in it now. So in the summer, it likes 90, 90 degrees or above. So when it's 90 degrees or above, it's at its, it's at its peak, mm-hmm. you know. So other than that, you know, when it's in my garage at night, it, it drops into the 40s in here. So, I mean, unfortunately, I have some stuff that, it, you know, I have heating pads. I have glyco chiller it keeps my temperatures where I need them. But most home brewers don't have that. Most home brewers, you know, they're in a, a what is it called? A, no, what's the, the jug? I kept drawing a freaking blank. Carboys? Carboy. You know, most guys are in a glass carboy, which is like a jug that they just literally sit in their closet and they try to keep it at 68 degrees. Mm. And that's the ambient temperature that you want for most beer. Well, like the Kevik yeast, you can leave it in your garage all summer. It's 100 degrees. Keep it somewhat cooler, you know, keep it down, and you're good. So other than that, it, it's just what you want, you know. It's it's playing with things. It's, you know, most of the, the, the big brewers, the, the people like that, they, uh, they want the – it's over there. No, she wants her dirt bike. Um, you know, their recipes are so honed in. They've been doing it for so many years that they could do it with their eyes closed. You know, we brew once a month. How many beers have you brewed already so far, you think? I Usually it's about – we're doing right now we're just doing one a month. Hold on. I mean, <clears throat> personally, I, I don't know how many I've actually brewed, but I've probably got around – 12 to 1400 gallons under my belt over the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, that's how you, you monitor it is by gallons. That's how well, okay, I just that's cool. No, yeah. I don't know. That's why I asked. Oh, I, I don't know how other people do it. That's I brewed 24 million gallons. That's impressive. You, you know what I mean? That'd be that, that would be cool. I would like to brew that much beer. Yeah, uh, I mean, right now, like I said, we're just doing it once a month. If I could do it more, I would. Uh, a lot of it's the cost, you know. It is cheaper to brew your own beer, but it still does cost money, you know. It's it, nothing's for free. So, I mean, right now we're making ten gallons of an amber for roughly. I think I paid forty-four bucks for it for all the for all the ingredients. I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's not counting the the utensils and the product, you know, the pots, the kettles all that stuff well this takes years you know it's like buying a car and then fixing it up slowly you know it's just gradually i mean it's impressive the equipment you have and everything it's impressive i mean like i said most of the stuff i use is from ss brew Mm -hmm. you know i i know 
the owner, the owner's wife, the, the all them. So, uh, you know, they are one of the best. There's them. There's Spike Brewing. Those are the main. But most most people just use a carboy that's glass. You know, it, it's all you really need to start home brewing is a kettle, basically a nylon bag, and then a carboy, and that's it. Other than that, and then you just have to go buy your grain, your hops, your yeast, and you can make beer. And then maybe a siphon and bottles and some sanitizer. I mean, the, ma- the main thing you want is just to keep everything sterile. Mm. You know, you don't want anything gets in there, it can ruin a whole batch. And that that's the hard part is if you don't keep things, you know, like that, that's where the problem comes in, speaking of. Uh, second hop edition? No, I gotta sanitize all the uh, shit. Oh, uh, the most important part, cleaning. That's what's coming up. Imagine one little germ, and all this time, all this money, it's all for nothing. Really? Yeah. One, just one germ? It, yeah, that one germ could outbreed and ruin everything. Just like right now, right now, it's uh, it's crazy. We had um, we had brewed probably maybe in 2011, and my buddy didn't sanitize our siphon lines like he was supposed to he put them inside of our sanitary bucket but he didn't make sure that the whole hose filled so we we had um, a lactobacillus infection we didn't know it and two weeks after our beer had fermented it was it was so sour it was like acid man it was it was so bad and it was it was all because he didn't pay attention to the little bubbles that was it a few little bubbles jeez yeah, it's uh, sanitation is the most important thing. Because if you really think about it, we're making a nutrient-rich environment to grow something. It's like it's like a petri dish almost. Mm-hmm. You know, the result is we get a flavorful liquid with alcohol that gets us all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, you imagine you have dirty hands or, or you open some of uh, something to test the, the beer, see where it's at in the fermentation. You don't see a little fly get in there, mm-hmm. and a fly is probably not going to poison you but it'll it'll be covered in what's called acetobacter and it'll turn all your beer into vinegar like just little things like that and that would be that'd be it it'd ruin you you guys you guys want to get on the podcast oh no it's because i can't i could barely hear him no no it's cool if you guys if you guys want to come on i mean sorry i probably said it wrong uh i can hear you guys on the mic when i'm recording fuck up What's our next beer, man? I don't know. You're hazy. Oh, you're hazy. So, uh, what what flavor profile are you looking for in your hazy? Uh, probably a little. Um. Uh, you want? I don't know, a little, little fruity. fruity. Yeah, yeah, a little fruity. What kind of fruit you after? We do. You could do so much with really? that. Really? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. It's Maybe like grapefruit. Bl- Grapefruit, huh? Okay, so we can make it citrusy. Mm-hmm. You want like pineapple, cherry? Like, like what are we talking? Raspberry? <laughs> I don't know. Those all sound pretty good. Fruit salad? <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. It's not hard. Oh, somebody's texting me. I'm supposed to put this on airplane mode and I forgot. No, that's all good. I, I think it went away. Oh, that's good. Oh. Why on earth are they texting me on Saturday about work when I'm like, we need something to tell them if they're going to bother us, they're going to pay us. Maybe they're telling you don't show up. 
Now they're telling me. If you got a beard two, three feet, you're more accessible for germs. Don't that's, show up. That's probably true, but I'm not sweating it. Who's pouring the next beer? Is it Brandon? Yeah, we, we've run dry. They've run dry. Fuck. You want? Yeah, grab the next beer, man. <laughs> you got to finish all those beers. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're burning too much time and not drinking enough, huh? Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, this episode is gonna take a dump, man. They're gonna say, "Nah, these guys." I thought these guys were cool. <laughs> well, they made a terrible mistake thinking I was cool. Let me tell you. <laughs> John, you got any uh, new restaurants? New breweries you went? You've you've gone since the last episode? No, I've been fairly local. Yeah, uh, literally, I've just been studying, so that that's that. I'm about to take off. You got to get out of here, John? Yeah. Oh, man. We'll crack another one before you go. Which one is this called? A Pilsner? Piss in a can. <laughs> I got dizzy and I have a headache. That's not good. No. What the hell's... You got dizzy? Yeah. I have a headache. Right now? No. You okay? This one's just going to take off and go home. Just drink more. Just drink more. I'll go away. Just drink enough that you can't get the coronavirus. Remember, if you have a headache, it just means you're hydrated. It's dehydrated. <laughs> not hydrated. No, really? Yeah, you might not be at work on Monday, bro. They're shutting us down. Fuck, I've been working the customer counter. Like I'm like germ central. Yeah. Now, let me tell you. I think it's just, uh, I know some people get sick all the time, dude. Like, boom, they're hit. That's it. And I know people, they get sick all the time, dude. Like, dude, you're sick again? That's not good. I think it's because you build an immune system, obviously. You build an immune system, and some people just don't have that immune system, I guess, man. Yeah, so we're over here in uh, your Belinda. We're at my boy's garage. And, uh, you know, this is the second time... I'm podcasting here. It's going good. I got Nate Thompson right here with the microphone. And uh, Brandon right now, he is uh, doing something else with the beers. What is he doing in the beers? He's sanitizing everything. He's sanitizing right everything. It's like he's got some PDW. He's just going to put it in the water. That'll wipe out all of the pathogens that we want to uh, annihilate. I was driving through there. I was hoping Wish I could drink it. Fuck. Give me some more beer, G. Yeah, the Pilsner. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Let's take the whole thing. Let's finish it. That's all good. We got a couple more minutes left. Shut it down early today. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. I mean, I think you asked us all the questions you could really ask us last time around, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, yeah. oh. I'm just hanging out. Nah, that's good. I, I, need, I need to get more mics. Yeah. Can you imagine getting all these chuckleheads on here? No, yeah, I was listening to them tell their stories. <laughs> so I get time to be quiet. They, they like the abuse. You could yell at them more. That's why we work at UPS. Well, check this out, folks. I just want to thank all my listeners and supporters and the love. Appreciate it. This is episode 20. 
Uh, I don't know who my next guest is. I got to make a couple calls. But I will be back in the studio next week. Um, it's a lot different when you're out here podcasting, for sure. You know, the noise reduction and changing the levels of of the recording or, or take a lot more time than it was if I was at the recording studio. So we'll be back next week. Episode 21. Uh, guess unknown. But also want to give a shout out to my past guest, Dr. Arnold Ehrenberg, PhD, Dr. Sean Milan, um, Frank Rodriguez, a.k.a. The Godfather. Just want to thank you guys for coming on the show and supporting the Raider and the Saint podcast. And I think that's it. I think that's all we got for this episode, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 The coronavirus kind of kind of tanked the fun. Yeah, kind of, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. You know, we're here drinking. You know, trying to get rid of it. You know, I don't know. Like I've been having headaches and a lot of crazy dreams. You know. Huh. That's not good. Yeah, Always but I've been having these headaches. Like I don't know. Like it's like a sickness wants to come upon me. But I don't know if it's just the stress from, you know, what's going on and everything. Yeah, I got you. I mean, because if you sit there and say, oh, I ain't scared of nothing or I'm not worried about it, then you're fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's some sort you of... You have to have some a little bit of an alarm. Yeah, definitely. It's not a joke, like not by any stretch. I just don't think it's as bad as it's made out to be. But time will tell. We'll see in the next coming days. I mean, worst case scenario, I'm just going to do a podcast every day from the house. Hey, that'd be fun, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just podcast every day. What I what I hear, what's going on? I would just be stuck sitting at home if worst comes to worst. That'll be so boring. Yeah. I'm not a homebody. <laughs> uh, I could go either or. All right, man. We're gonna cut this podcast short, man. Take care. Want to thank everybody for listening to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will be back next week, episode twenty-one. If the coronavirus allows me to be able to leave my house and, and do things. But, uh, you know, I know a lot of things have been being canceled, so I'm not going to cancel the show. But the show will go on, so we'll, we'll see. Worst case scenario, I will be podcasting from my house. So I just want to let everybody know I love you. Stay safe and take care. And God bless America. All right. Wait.